This is the reality. Hello again, welcome to the reality indeed. It's really good to be with you sharing the story of a life touched and changed by the reality of Jesus. I'm Dudley Anderson, just to remind you that the reality is produced by a listener-supported radio ministry, Sure Reality. You can support us and find out more at our website, surereality.net. Eliana Sultani's parents were divorced right before she was born. Her father's absence left her with a feeling of rejection that she would carry for years to come. All her life, Eliana was searching for acceptance. She says that she found it in the occult. Eliana became caught up in Santeria, a pantheistic Afro-Caribbean folk religion developed from beliefs and customs of the Yoruba people and incorporating some elements of Roman Catholic religion. Eliana says one of the darkest moments in Santeria was accepting the identity that the demons gave me. They do white rituals which represents the light of God and then they they also have the dark side of it. So they, they still practice uh, black magic as well. They come with uh, animal sacrifices, uh, they come with uh, it, uh, identities attached to to you where you need to keep these uh, identities pleased so they are kind of like your spirit guides in a way so you need to keep them very pleased on everything that you do so i came to a point where i was tired of it iliana's journey into the occult started at age 12 while playing the ouija board with friends we chat with iliana sultani via skype today this is her story I grew up uh, going to church with my grandmother. She would take me, I remember as a little girl, and I would love worship. Worship time was just um, something that it was uh, in my heart always. And um, so I would go to church with her, but uh, a little bit more time growing up, uh, I got very involved into the supernatural. I, I was hungry for the supernatural, I, I believe. And I started getting into playing Ouija board, and even though I would go to church with my grandma, Ouija board, and then um, I start kind of calling into the supernatural without knowing that there was a, a, a line that at that time, I didn't know the Bible, so mm-hmm. I thought I was not doing no harm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I believe I opened doors without even realizing my mother at that time was not a believer. So I, st- I started, you know, digging a little bit on, in, in the occult, uh, looking for the supernatural at the age of 12. Wow. The kids, the kids around my neighborhood, they started calling me witch, which um, I believe I started embracing because playing with Ouija board, they thought it was a game. Then I took it too serious mm-hmm. and I start kind of foretelling for them. Wow. So I believe God was always keeping an eye on me. But um, I started kind of moving away from going to church and and just got more deeper into buying uh, books to read about uh, the occult Mm -hmm. at that young age. And it was more like books, uh, how to do rituals, white magic and um, things like that. Mm -hmm. So by the age of 15, my grandma had an incident and she had to go to a reunion for her church. So she invited me. I had no other choice to go with her. And at that time, uh, it was a big event for her church. 
So being in that moment, it really impacted me, just the unity of the church. And I decided to get baptized. So by the time I came back with my grandmother, my mm. uncle said, this is a big decision. Are you sure? And I said, yeah, yeah, I want to get baptized. So mm. I decided to get baptized at 15. But it was honestly, honestly, it wasn't like I had an encounter with Jesus or it was just the beauty of the religion because it was it was very religious where she where she used to attend. So mm-hmm. um, and based on rules, a lot of rules and uh, and that church, I went to that church since the age of 15 all the way to the age of 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at 18, as a young adult, I thought it's it's too much rules. I'm, I'm not very pleased with this. Um, the, the other thing it was that God did not speak to the body of Christ, it was only through the apostle, which for me was very difficult because I knew at that time how to hear the voice of God already. But I was very confused because uh, I will think like, that's not God. Maybe it's a familiar spirit because Mm -hmm. God only speaks to the apostle, not to me. Right, I get it. I'm not that special Mm -hmm. like he is. So, um, So I decided to get away from the church um, and I start digging again into the occult. Back to uh, this time, I got into uh, reading cards. So through all my college t- uh, years, uh, I, I was reading cards for free uh, to people that needed any kind of uh, spiritual guidance. Hmm. So I went through my life, uh, ups and downs, trying to get close to the Lord. But at the same time, it was just this urge of like, I will call it like an itchiness in my hands that I had to have these cards and, um, and, and rely on them for answers and for answers for others as well. Hmm. You were doing cards and you, you had a sense, a spiritual sense about you. Do you believe that they were evil spirits actually revealing things to you at the stage? I, I honestly thought I was in the light. Um, I never thought it was uh, something that was not pleasing God. I, I had no relationship with God, but my mom, I recall one time, my mom said to me, this is wrong. This is not good in front of the eyes of God. And I, what my reply was, well, there's other spirits out there. But I had no discernment when I said there's other spirits out there that I thought they were evil. Because... Um, I always try to seek the light. Every advice I would give people, it was to help them. It was not to harm them. So I never saw anything wrong with it. Ileana, I believe that you you moved on into Santeria. Tell us about that. Yes. So um, later on in life, uh, I try to come back to the Lord. But it was it, it was the relationship where I was not mature in, in, in Him, where I didn't really want to buy to the Lord. And I would still go to church, but at the same time, I was still living in sin. I was still trying to do things my way. And I was seeking for God to be that God of, I ask you and you just give me. Mm. And if things didn't go my way, I will be very frustrated with God. Things didn't go my way. And um, I met someone at a job and she introduced me to Santeria. And the reason why I started looking into Santeria is because I felt like God was not answering me. Mm-hmm. I was in a stage in my life where uh, I was struggling financially. I was struggling in many areas and um, for not really 
digging into the word of God, I was perishing. So I was looking for quick answers, quick fixes at that time in my life. And she said, uh, do you really believe the Bible is the only way? She made me wonder, uh, well, the Bible is just written by men. Um, and at that time, I said, well, maybe it's true. So she said, um, I want to invite you to one of our reunions. And I decided to join her. And as I go there, um, I was very impressed by the community of, of Santeria. And then little by little, I started getting involved, going, and they will read me cards. They will read me the e- the EFA, which is a... Um, foretelling system that they carry and um, and I start getting more deeper into it. So I practiced Santeria for about three years. Can I ask you to, to explain it to us? It's an unusual uh, religion or, or philosophy. Tell us what it is, please. Yes, yeah, Santeria comes from, um, from Africa. So it's very deceiving because it's mixed with Catholicism. Mm-hmm. They believe that what happened was when the Africans came, they wanted to continue practicing their rituals and their beliefs. So so behind all the saints, let's say uh, like Catholic churches, they, they carry the saints of St. Peter and Jude. They will have an identity behind all those saints to cover all, all the magic that they were doing behind. So Santeria is... Uh, they do white rituals, which represents uh, the the let's say the light of God, and they believe in God, but they have a different name for God. Mm-hmm. And then they they also have the dark side of it, so they they still practice uh, black magic as well. Mm-hmm. So they have a mix of both of them, and they think it's normal because there's good and evil in this world. So they do a lot of rituals, and um, and a lot of the rituals, they come with uh, animal sacrifices. Uh, they come with uh, it, uh, identities attached to to you, where you need to keep these uh, identities pleased. So they are kind of like your spirit guides in a way. Okay. And they have all these names. So. Uh, you you need to do a lot of rituals when it comes to Santeria. That is what it comes from from the um, practicing Af- like African religion. Mm-hmm. But they also go to Catholic churches. They they also baptize their children in Catholic churches, and they do first communions and they do all these other things that Catholic religions do. But then behind they still practice all these um, rituals and, mm. and, and rules. Mm. It's clear that it's, it's not of God. It's, uh, it's a, demonic, not. a demonic or satanic origin. In fact, the Bible says uh, uh, that the devil himself can often masquerade as an angel of light. So, uh, you know, may, many cases in, in these type of occultic behaviors and, and, and rituals, uh, they appear to be good, but they're not. They're of the devil. And so tell us... Um, Eliana, you got into Santeria. How did you? How did you eventually get out? Um, after practicing Santeria for three years, I was still feeling very empty inside. They, they, they are a community where you continue have to give to to these um, elements. You need to continue to be ruled by 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 the religion and. Mm. They party a lot and, you know, they, they do a lot of things from the world, 
but they don't look at it as a, a, that it's a mistake, that it's wrong, that it's sin. Mm-hmm. And they still go like on Sunday, let's say to the Catholic church or, or it, during the week, they just do rituals. And I thought it was, um, I came to a point where I was tired of it. Um, the more that I needed something, the more I had to give to to sacrificing, and, and I'm not saying like just animals, but like candy. I had to keep really pleasing the uh, Orishas. The Orishas, what it is, is the um, the rulers of the earth. Uh-huh. So Orishas are the spirits. So you need to keep them very pleased on everything that you do. So so yeah, I got it came to a point, and things were not going my way either. I, I guess through my life, I always wanted things to go my way. Who doesn't, right? And mm-hmm. um, and I decided to let go. So after three years, I stopped. I stopped uh, practicing witchcraft. I stopped everything that had to do with the spiritual world. I, 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 I was so disappointed with the spiritual world that I didn't want nothing to do with it. So I decided to let go and I just focused my entire time and energy in my career. That's all I was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so eventually... Um, you obviously became disgruntled with spirituality, but uh, our God is a God of, of the Spirit. He's a, a Holy Spirit. How did he begin to speak into your life, Ileana? The, I, I believe the Lord has always, he always was in my life. He always, Even in the midst of this, he was always in my life. So when I decided to let go of Santeria, one day in my house, the Lord God speaks to me. And he say, return to me. And... I just could not believe because all my senses inside, I knew it was God, that he was speaking to me and he wanted me to return to him. Mm-hmm. So I told him, yes. I said, yes, God, I'll return to you. And I asked him for forgiveness. And I got rid of all the things, all the tools and things that I used to practice um, witchcraft. And then I start going through very intense attacks. Mm. Uh, high anxiety levels, fear, very intense attacks, uh, nightmares, and I couldn't handle it because I didn't understand about spiritual warfare. But I was still, my, my spiritual senses were not mature yet. So I couldn't do it. And I said, no. So I renounced it to the mm. call. Mm. That time I renounced it. All I wanted was just to be in peace. All I wanted is um, just to have a normal life in the world. That's all. And um I just ignore the calls, and because I I got de- like I get I got involved in my career, I, I I was still living in sin, so I was still in the enemy's territory. Mm-hmm. So I was not having nightmares, I was not having um, demon visitations, anything like that. They were not speaking to me anymore. So for me, that was a place of safe. It was a place that was comfortable, so I was fine with it. So I walked like that for many years. I was in that place, but I know my my soul was not with the Lord. Um, so then it was in 2013, after many years went by, some lady shared with me a dream that the Lord gave her to speak to me, to speak live into me. But I was so, I believe at that time, I was just so discouraged and so mad at God that I didn't want to listen to the message. Mm -hmm. So God was really after my soul because after a month, I had an encounter with the Lord in a parking lot. 
You are listening to The Reality, produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported ministry. We value your prayers and support very much. You can help us touch millions of people with the reality of Christ by becoming a vision partner. Visit surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. That is, become a vision partner at surereality.net. Listen again to The Reality on our podcasts at surereality.net. You're listening to The Reality, a half-hour talk show talking about the reality of Jesus in people's lives. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you as you're listening up today. Drop me an email at dudley at surereality.net. Again, if you have any questions or you'd like some prayer, email me dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y, at surereality.net. Well, today on The Reality, we're speaking with Ileana Sultani. Ileana has shared how she grew up with a sense of rejection in her early life. And then, seeking acceptance, she indulged in playing the Ouija board with her friends at age 12. This progressed to reading tarot cards and fortune-telling, until Ileana was eventually well immersed into the occult. However, her grandmother took her along to church, where, in fact, she was baptized. Sadly, however, because she didn't have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, nothing changed in her life, and she became disillusioned with church. Ileana was invited to a group that practiced Santeria. Practitioners of Santeria claimed to follow God while practicing dark rituals, magic, and animal sacrifices. Ileana, now an accountant, was drawn deeper into Santeria. After this, Ileana began experiencing very dark, oppressive moments in her life. So she abandoned Santeria and focused on her career. But God had a plan for this young life. She believes that she heard the Lord calling her to return to Him. She said that God is really after her soul. And one day, she had an encounter with the voice of Jesus in a parking lot. We pick up our conversation with Ileana Sultani once again via Skype. When you hear his voice, he's calling, he's knocking at your door, open the door. And that's what I felt like he was really knocking on my door this time. And as I'm walking, I heard the voice of Jesus audibly. And he said to me, wake up, the time is near. I sensed that all my spiritual senses were awakened again. And I felt this conviction in my heart, like if I die today, what's gonna happen to me? So I remember calling my mother and she said, he's calling you back and I just pounded on on that calling because it was so strong in my spirit. Next thing you know, as I leave the building, I'm walking to my apartment because I just leave I just leave around the corner from work. And all my life, from the beginning of my stage, it, like a movie, I have heard other people sharing that experience, like a movie. Mm-hmm. It just went through my it went through my mind, and at that time. I felt the Holy Spirit was bringing conviction into my heart. He was not condemning me. He was just bringing conviction of all the things that I did that was not pleasing to the Lord. But even though he will still love me and he wanted me to return like the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. And I got to my house. And as soon as I got to my house, I kneeled down because I knew inside my soul I only had two choices. Would I kneel to his voice and repent and follow him? Or it was, I feel like it was my last call. 
in my spirit. I feel like God was calling me like, this is your last call because I have been trying to get your attention for years and you just keep ignoring it. So I kneel down. I asked for repentance and I asked Jesus to come into my heart and I told him so sorry I was for doing all these things. Hmm. So as I go to sleep, I heard in my sleep that there was a rejoicement on heavens. Hmm. I heard rejoicement on heavens. I heard like many voices that were just rejoicings. And I said to the Lord, Lord, what is going on? And he said, we're rejoicing. And I say, why? And he said, because you came back. And I said to the Lord, who am I for you to rejoice? And he said, you are my beloved. Wow. And I was, I was sleeping and I can hear clearly the voice of Jesus. And I remember saying to him, can I see, can I see? I wanted to see the heavens and then rejoicing. And he said, no, but I have let you hear it. And tears, I remember tears just start coming out of my, my eyes. And I woke up with tears and just joy. And the presence of Jesus, it started becoming so tangible, so tangible in my life. He will guide me through his Holy Spirit to scriptures and show me and start showing me the kingdom. And that's how I started working, walking with Jesus for, for now um, six, seven years. Praise God. That's an amazing, Amen. amazing story, uh, Eliana, incredible. You know, just a couple of scriptures come to mind as you were sharing. Um, in John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus says, My sheep will hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. You know, uh, we are his sheep. He calls us, uh, you know, sheep, and we follow him as a shepherd. And I see that in your story. You heard the voice of Jesus. It might not have been an audible voice of somebody speaking in your ear, but you heard that voice. It's really incredible. And I believe that God speaks to us uh, in that way, uh, whether we know him as, as Savior or not. Even before we know him, he speaks into our lives. Another scripture that came to mind as you were talking was uh, Luke chapter 15, verse 7. It says, just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And I believe that every person who comes to Christ comes to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you've just shared it in your story. Every, every new soul in the kingdom of heaven creates a party in heaven, and they rejoice over it. What an amazing, amazing story. Praise God for that. So how are you moving on now in your walk with Jesus? What about all the old past and all the, the memories and spiritual effect in your life from your past? Have you had any, any encounter uh, in that regard? Well, at the beginning of my walk, uh, like the Word says, we need to renew our minds. Mm. And uh, at the beginning of my walk with Jesus, everything was like on a honeymoon. I was in a stage of honeymoon. Uh, his presence was so tangible. He was um, really guiding me through the Holy Spirit. And then I uh, started going again through warfare. But this time I was prepared for warfare in a way because Jesus was with me. And I decided not to go back. I decided to renounce to everything and really, really put my armor and go to fight with him. Praise because God. he said, I will be with you. Amen. Like I was with, and the Lord said to me, I will be with you like I was with David. Uh, when I sent David to battle, I, I gave David all the victories, but David did not just sit there. David went with me and engaged on battle, and he was my victory. So I'm going to do the same thing with you. So definitely I went through battle, but I was not in fear because during the, all these battles that I went through, God was really breaking um, 
chains in my in my mindset. God was breaking chains um, of things that I. I I, I had from the past and uh, he was renewing my mind and and, the, and and it's so important right because Paul tells us that we need to renew our mind and as well as our soul prosper everything else prospers so definitely I had a battle to go through but this time it was with Jesus it was not by myself this time I was really really uh getting into the word to fight because Paul tells us right that the word is our weapon Mm. And um, and it happened for a few months, for a few months, and and, and um, as a demonic will come and attack me, also Jesus was there Praise to give God. me light. Praise and God. I remember through all this, I will not, every battle that I went through, I will not exchange it, uh, and I will not say I will not go through it again, because I gained so much understanding, I gained so so much knowledge of the word and his presence was was always with me um i was bound in doubt i was bound in anxiety i was bound in illness and he walked me through this path and he set me free i've been completely see from set free from anxiety for years i have never had any anxiety attack i don't have fear because i walk in his goodness I don't have no more doubts because I have his word and his spirit. And on top of that, he heals a lot of physical illness and low self-esteem and things that I had inside me. As he starts showing me my identity in Christ, he starts showing me that I was a child of his. And um, and I guess, again, you know, through through the faith and through forgiveness and through the cleansing that he had to do in my soul through all of this process. It, it, it was wonderful. It was beautiful. Now, uh, I don't deal anything with the demonic. My spiritual eyes, he clear, you know, my soul and, um, and even my body. Praise God. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says God, plans for welfare and not evil to give us, to give us a hope and a future. And I believe that is true in your life. Uh, as you're seeking God and it's, as he opens up new opportunity for you to, to find those plans of success and blessing and peace in your life. What an amazing story. Thank you so much, Ileana, for sharing that with us t- today. And we pray that God will continue to bless you and usually, use you mightily uh, for his kingdom. Thank you for joining us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's such a pleasure. And I just want to bless everyone out there. Uh, If you're struggling with anything, there is nothing impossible for Jesus. Just come to Jesus and, and, and make it your anchor and your life will be completely changed. Wonderful. Thank you so much. What an amazing story. The story of Ileana Soltani today, as we've heard how she was delivered from this practice of Santeria, a combination of Christian belief as well as demonic or pagan belief. Let us beware of such combinations. The Bible reminds us that even the devil can prowl around like a roaring lion seeking to devour us and that he sometimes masquerades as an angel of light. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 and no wonder even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light.
Perhaps you've been involved in the occult or, or compromised your Christian faith by combining it with falsehood or false religion or indeed demonic worship. I encourage you today to turn to the living God. In our story, we've heard how the word of God changed, refashioned Ileana's life. I invite you to get into the word of God, the Holy Bible, read it and make it part of your life. And I pray that God will deliver you and bring you to a place of understanding that only Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Indeed, he is the light of God that God sent into the world. And only faith in Jesus can make us right with the living God. If you'd like to know more, I'd love to answer your questions. Please drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. You can help us produce these radio programs by becoming a vision partner. Do so by going off to the website surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. Thank you so much for your company today. Join me again next time as we share the sure reality of Jesus. Jesus.